0: It's time to Feel the Rage! Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies, in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim.
1: Hey, hey, Bryce.
0: And also we have the Merman, who has been making things happen at the Calgary Underground Film Festival, which is taking place as we speak. How's been? How's it working for the festival there, Merman?
2: Stressful.
0: It sounds terrible. That doesn't sound doesn't
1: sound
2: as terrible. It's good such a, a fun
0: festival. I I'm know. Gonna be
2: stressful. It's a fun festival when you're watching the films. Oh, um,
1: um, work is stressful.
0: So the introductions out of the way. Let's read on. I love. Grand Underground
1: film festival. I just going to say that. Good. Yeah. Well, thanks to all who have been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform, or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Y Y C. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible, terrible, terrible film. And you know what? We'll watch it. If it played anywhere in the world, in a cinema, or It was a film made for adults. Now, let's get to Ragin', but first, here's a word from our sponsor.
0: Hey Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks.
2: Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza.
0: They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get together, gaming, movie, drag show.
1: Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary.
0: Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca.
1: <sighs> not about you guys, but attending a festival, I'm working at the same time. It's not the easiest thing on your sleep patterns.
0: Yeah, I don't do that.
1: Yeah, you know what? As many times as I thought to myself, Bryce is the dumbest person I've ever met. But he does things like this. He takes the entire film festival week off. It makes me change my opinion.
0: It's a paid
2: vacation, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a paid vacation. He gets paid, gets to watch movies.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal.
1: I know. And then on top of that, we were able to find time to watch more movies. More movies. movies. It's, like, it's like we could not have picked a better time to be at the festival. Mm. We're going to talk about the film festival in a minute, but first, what did we see in cinemas this week? Or last, within the last week? <laughs> I'm my
0: All right, Jim. Well, we saw Bo is Afraid. We were talking about maybe just taking this week off, but then once Bo is Afraid was released, it's like, well, we got to talk about that.
1: Yes, we have to talk about Bo.
0: So Bo is Afraid will put you in a state where you may wonder, is this film real or is this some sort of crazy, inexplicable film that can only exist in my dreams? This is like a crazy fever dream, but without the fever. Bo is played by Joaquin Phoenix. Bo is a child in a man's body. He is scared of his mother and pretty much everything else. Bo seems as though he was born doomed, and for three hours we go along for a journey with him that can only end badly. He is a man that wants to experience nothing, and in his quest for nothing he experiences everything. The world he lives in is insane with dead bodies lying in the streets, cars running into each other, fights breaking out everywhere you turn, and a naked dude stabbing people in broad daylight. It is a crazy place. Every anxiety that Bo experiences gets exponentially worse by his next encounter. And then halfway through the film, we get an extended animation sequence that free flows across the screen with an avalanche of colorful sequences that will suck you in even further, as as at this point, you're quite aware that anything you think that may happen is definitely not going to happen. The music in this is also intense and adds to the anxiety. This is a lot of film. The ending sneaks up on you, even though it's three hours from the opening scene. It is a definitive end, and when the credits finally roll, you'll find yourself asking, What the heck did I just watch? Well, I'm here to tell you, you just watched an original masterpiece that was beyond that has me beyond excited for what Ari Aster comes up with next i will guarantee you will never experience anything like *Bo is afraid again this is a one-of-a-kind movie from a one-of-a-kind director that could have only been done justice by a one-of-a-kind actor in joaquin phoenix i am afraid that *Bo is mondo
1: i don't know if that's afraid why you should be afraid of it being mondo but
0: Wow. You are less than afraid.
1: It's just wow. So, as Bryce has already alluded, this film is a lot to take in. It plays out in a few different acts and falls into the realm of fantasy or fantastical in the vein of something like Tim Burton's Big Fish or Leo Karax's Annette, but draws heavily and questioningly the truth and reality as we discover everything that Beau fears, from his neighbors in his harsh area of the city where he lives, to the creepy family he gets kidnapped by, being hit by a car and stabbed uh, by the naked stabber, to the relationship he has with his mother, which is ultimately what the story is about. Not since stories such as Sybil or *Mummy Dearest have we met a mother with a level of true evil that rivals another great villain, that this film takes the pages of, that of the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Although this film is three hours long, it keeps you always guessing, as Bryce has already alluded to, and wondering where this journey will take you, <laughs> and gives you incredible, incredible characters all the way along. Yes. I know Ari Aster is most known for his modern spin on horror. With this release, he has found a way to intertwine horror with fantasy adventure, expanding further than his already visual style has given us before. Joaquin Phoenix and Patty LePayne were at the top of their games as mother and son, and although Beau battles with his past and his mother and how much of megalomaniac she is, you never really find out much about his father, other than his mo- in his mother's eyes, he was a giant dick. And as we find out near the end, perhaps to Bo, he was also a giant dick. This is a journey I've heard others perhaps say they enjoyed this film, but would probably never see it again. For me, I could see watching this with my mother again and again, hopefully soon, to show her exactly what my vision of her is oh and my. how it's affected my life going from where I came from. I believe <laughs> even on a second <laughs> viewing, this film will still be Mondo. And in my mind, this is so far, in my opinion, Ari Aster's best film by far. And we got, I think some unpacking to do like this, this film, it's, it's really hard to, to describe it. Like you can try to sort of give references. Like I tried to pull from the influences that I think that might have shone through this, but it's definitely an original piece. And the acts are so defined. Like it's almost like there's like a switch and they could have, because you know how you'll watch films and they'll be like, this is act one, or this is, this is this story. It doesn't do that, but could easily have done that. And I could totally seeing this being done in a stage play. But I mean, the visuals in this are incredible. Like. When you see Samar and you see how he grasps. has
0: a way. Has yeah. a way of
1: like, I mean, I'm not, a, as you know, I'm not a huge but fan of all of his work, but what I do say I is he, you know, I know you are, but what I say about him is that he has the ability to create a tone and feeling with visuals that is not mastered by very many directors. The, the directors that I tried to attribute in this list, like, Tim Burton has a visual look. Wes Anderson has a visual look. Mm-hmm. Ari Aster has a, phys- a physical look that you can see his film and say, this is him.
0: Yeah. Right? No, like, absolutely. And a lot of, uh, you, I think you uh, you alluded to, you were talking to one guy, he said, that, you know, I'm glad that I watch this, but I'll never watch it again. Yeah. Something that, I can't imagine not watching this again. Yeah. I think this is something I'm going to revisit every five to 10 years. Um,
1: it might be a yearly thing for me.
0: Just because I honest, bel- honestly believe every time I watch this, I'll, I'll probably either notice something I didn't notice before, or I'll get something out of it that I didn't get before. And I think it's the type of thing that I could rewatch and rewatch and have a slightly different experience every time oh, I do it.
1: yeah. You, you know what? It, it depends on whose perspective that you look at this from, yeah. right? Like, I mean, we're taking this journey with Bo as he's going through it, and so you're you're instantly on that visual, but. The kind of the summation near the very end of the film by the accountant (laughs) slash (laughs) lawyer slash is from the mom's perspective, right? And so you know, if you, I think every time you watch this film to try and look at it from a different, there's so much going on. Like the first. The first 20 said, minutes. The
0: first thing I said to you, what I what I saw is like, it's a lot of movie. And it really is. I it, mean, is. it is. A, not just the time. I mean, it's yeah. three hours.
1: But it didn't feel like no, three hours. No, it didn't feel
0: like three hours at all. It's just a lot of movie. And it's it's all so good.
1: The 20 minutes at the beginning. I, I think it's 20 minutes because I, I had no concept of time as I was watching it. Yeah. Because it's like you're so into this story. But the whole scene where he's in his house in his condo. Yeah. There is so much going on. <laughs> I and mean, every single thing is fucking hilarious. Is. Like there's this guy who's like tattooed up to the nines. Like his face is, is tattooed, Murray. His whole body is tattooed, and he's he's practically naked. And and it's like there's this scene, it's kind of like you know something's gonna happen. You see, like Joaquin Phoenix just bailing just, as fast as he can to get to, him and this guy beelines him, and they just comes right after him. It's like it's that whole thought of of like he really puts into the people watching this how they would feel if they were living in a neighborhood that. Was not the safest neighborhood to live in, right? Like that, it is an understatement. But it really does, like, like this is where, to your point, what is actually real and what is actually not happening. At some point, you don't care. No, it's just take me through this journey. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, I I might watch this again next weekend. Well,
0: there you go. (laughs) I'm gonna wait a while just to let, because I'm still gonna be thinking about this probably for the next six or seven months. So yeah. I'll wait and till it we'll fades it a little bit, and then I'll watch it again. We'll buy it
1: on Blu-ray, 4K, right. and we'll bring Murray over to watch it. Are you? Go. No. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Well, a movie that we know Murray did see was a movie in the Evil Dead universe, ish. Right? Evil Dead Rise. Sure. Or is it Evil Dead Rise? No. It's or is it Evil a,
0: Dead Rise? It's just Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Evil Dead Rise. It's like a high. It's. I think it's playing on the fact that it's in a high-rise <gasps> building. Oh yeah. Which seems kind of dumb. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Is that what it is? Like I. Uh, otherwise. Or it are they a,
1: rising from the dead? Maybe. Well, no, but then it would be. It's evil a play dead, on word. Then it would
0: be Evil Dead Rising. But I guess you could play it both ways. That's it's, right. It's rise, high-rise, and Evil, evil dead, dead Rise. rise.
1: There's just, so much rise. It's like they could have had bread making in this and showed the bread rise, and there would have been so much rise. Yeah. Right, Murr? Sure. So another demon movie seems like demons are back in fashion. Why only last week, I think we were demoning it up with our scooter riding Russell Crowe, the Italian stallion, as I now like to call him, but it's part of the evil dead universe so far. They haven't
0: been bad, right? They've all been at the very least watchable. Yeah. And most of them have been good. Most of them have been great. Let's face it. But most. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah.
1: I mean, when you're looking at the numbers. Raimi, Raimi, Raimi. Great, great, great.
0: great. Reboot
1: is still okay. still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's And now this one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I ask why? Why do they make these reboots or sequels? Or whatever Mm. this is. Yes. Because the world of creativity has ended, just like the end of the world would be like we're thinking from Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. Well, but no, the answer to this is cause we just also have spent about a week watching amazing films in a film festival where we saw all kinds of amazing original material. Really so you been. can't tell me that there's not original material that's being written. Yes. But enough of the awesome, let's get back to the evil. Evil Dead, that is. It had all the stuff from the Evil Dead universe that we like, like patented Sam Raimi shots, and, of course, the crackling, wall climbing, creeping and scurrying, all of which are what we have come to love and expect from an Evil Dead franchise film. But what I didn't expect was the level of gore and sadism that would be inflicted on one family and their friends. The gore was outstanding and traumatic, that the clfs are put through and it's really quite traumatizing to these clfs (laughs) it's not very often you get to see a movie that shows this much terror inflicted on children which is exactly where terror belongs in the hearts and minds of children yes there are things that are not great like after the intro when we get uh the character intros which i kind of felt i was a little bit bored after watching for a bit plus no kids get along with their uh, their siblings and parents like this family did. It was like, oh yeah, these kids are so close and they're the best of friends. When things go wrong, it's like, no, kids are fighting all the time and they never showed that once. Yeah, it was almost sickeningly so that they were so liking each other so much. It was kind of like, whatever. But the CGI was like most horror CGI, it was bad. <laughs> and then the ending, And a few things that happened along the way were downright stupid, like having a wood chipper in a below ground parking lot and the science of how the said wood chipper got turned on and off. But the horror was fun. The CLFs were tortured, which is always great. So I didn't need this movie to be made, but I was glad I saw it because I liked it. It was good, even with some of the dumbness. Anytime you can torture and mutilate CLFs in a movie, you are just upping your horror game. So yeah. It's a demon movie, so it's uh, it's Matt. And if you're going to have another film in the Evil Dead universe, I'm just saying you should probably put in Ash. That's all I'm saying.
2: He was there. You just didn't see him.
1: Yeah, so I wanted to see him. That's what I wanted. That's why I go to Evil Dead movies. I want to see Ash. All right, Murr, what would you think? You're oh. hot off the presses for this one. <sighs>
2: I mean, the two hours this week I actually had time to see a movie. Um, yeah, you know what? This wasn't bad. Uh, and I really don't like horror movies. I know you don't. Especially recent horror movies. Because uh, they're not scary. They're not funny. They're just boring. And it's the same script in every one of them. This one, actually, I thought was written pretty well. Um, of course, I love the leading actress from a few other things that I've seen her in. So... You that know, helped that, that helped yeah and yeah you had some good uh, right. cute clf's there because you don't watch television oh. that. that's
1: right mm. you don't even know what a television is you don't even
2: know you don't know you don't know um come on brian yeah the, the gore was like up to like the 10th the level like, so,
1: there's uh, some pretty good cgi gore and, for sure and uh
2: yeah going through the whole like I thought a lot of the shots were very creative. Like Sam Raimi is used to it. know he didn't direct it, but I mean, he was. Yeah,
1: there. they kind of copied some of well, his I mean, style for heavily sure. Heavily influenced. He yeah, pro- he produced it. So no, he yeah, well, and he he handpicked the director. So
2: exactly, uh and yeah, the fact that it, it just it centered on this just this family, and I'm like, and each one in turn basically, <laughs> until it got to like the smallest one. I'm like, oh, is she gonna? Get is killed? she gonna turn too? She gonna get
1: killed too? Okay, I have a question for you then. Yeah. Were you kind of sitting back going like, "Oh my god, I don't want her to turn. Please don't turn."
2: Well, they they, they couldn't. Cuz it's Hollywood, they couldn't have a movie. Like she was the youngest CLF. She was like what, 7 or 8? I mean, that Everyone been. Everyone
0: should have turned. Have
1: you seen Have you seen Children of the Corn? They're all no, evil.
2: I haven't. But um, that
0: was in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah.
2: uh, This movie going all all the way through, I'm like, actually, I I started to fall asleep there until the action really happened (laughs) because I'm just tired. But it it actually woke me up because there was some interesting stuff that I liked they were doing. And all all the way through, it was, uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's a horror movie. It's a meh. I mean, I didn't hate it. And then right near the end, it almost got to a
0: monster.
1: What? Huh, oh, what? Almost. almost. Was it the wood chipper, or the or the monster blob? Well, first, you Neither got those. the shotgun. Yeah. And
2: mm-hmm. you got the chainsaw. Yeah. And yeah. get- you got the. Come get some.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So yeah, like basically the little
0: little little tips of the hat. Yeah. Yep.
2: Basically, it was it was the new ash. And there's, you know, ladies who kick ass and punch dicks.
0: That is true.
2: So, yeah, I mean, I mean, book ended though. I didn't get too craps about the first five minutes. And I did all the way, I'm like, what the hell does this have to do with the story? nothing to do with the story. And then it then comes. And right at the end, I'm like, okay.
1: It I delivers. guess that's
2: the tie in. But I didn't need that. I would agree. I, at which point you go I honest, so? I honestly didn't. Like you already saw how it turned out at the start of the film.
0: That's right. So uh, they already, could, I've already forgotten about. They the They could have just the started end, so. at
2: at the, the the building with the kid digging up the Book of the Dead. Like mm-hmm. you didn't have to intro some other some other idiots you didn't care about. Like. But now,
1: but now it's back in the woods where it belongs, Murray. Ah,
2: oh, I guess so. I don't know, but that was the only part I didn't like. But no, it's it, it, it. I mean, it wasn't a mondo because I don't like horror movies. But actually, it was a very enjoyable man. Yeah, I, I didn't nice. mind. It. I, I
1: also found it enjoyable. Man,
2: yeah, I didn't see the last one, but yeah, the, the original Evil Dead's legend. Like, yeah, that's my either my favorite They're horror movies.
1: Trifecta of mondo. Now, Bryce, what did you think about
0: Evil Dead Rise? Rise is the fifth go-round for this franchise and it is quite good for the most part it has all the things you've come to expect from evil dead eyes and hands yes eyes and hands are abused by sharp objects bugs and vomit and dismembering and decapitations and stabs and head skewers and broken bones and all sorts of other carnage and do not forget the buckets of blood there was so much blood the story's as good as it needs to be as it's not the story that most people are going to this for Although perhaps there was too much story as the pregnancy of one of the characters seemed pointless to me. The the actors are all lesser known uh, of the lesser known variety, but they all perform admirably. This seems to be a mix of practical and CGI, and for the most part, it looked pretty good. Although one of the problems I have... Uh (laughs) <laughs> with this was one particular scene in the bathroom... Oh, I can't wait. ...where a stunt person could have easily fallen into a bathtub full of water, but they CGI'd the bleepity blank out of that scene, complete with CGI water that just looks <laughs> stupid.
1: They should have got, um, what's his name, the water guy to do the CGI. Yeah, I don't man.
0: understand why they... And then the, yeah, you I know, just, Avatar, dude. It's, it's just like, just have someone fall into a bathtub. I don't understand why you got to <laughs> yeah. CGI that. Like, it's like... You're sitting there, and if you got some, you've got some practical stuff going on in, the, in this film, and all of a sudden you CGI that? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> also, why is there a wood chipper in the parking garage? I definitely had some more problems with this film, but they were in between a lot of good. The ample gore, the creepiness, and the overall atmosphere of the project makes up for its shortcomings. Evil Dead Rise was meh.
1: Oh, you know what that means. <laughs> it was enjoyable man yeah right yeah no i can't i i liked it yeah it was you know it's a it's a likable movie Yeah. like uh, we don't say that very all three of us specifically around demon films in general or horror films in yeah general. usually i like, think the last, demon film, the last demon film one of us hated it one of the last demon film one of us hated it Yep. and the uh, and the uh, well one didn't see it and the other one thought it was okay and then the demon film before that one of us hated it and the other one thought it was okay yep. so it's i think it's almost you can paint demon films with a brush now if it's demon it's probably man you
0: can paint it with your finger too
1: Finger, I like this. Finger, dip, finger dipped in blood. We're going to finger the demons. I love it. Finger dipped in blood. That's right. Oh, so there you go. So yeah. That's I'd say everybody should... If you like horror movies yeah. and you like the uh, franchise, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's worth seeing. Like,
2: I didn't find one minute of it scary as other people said it was. Like, yeah, well... Honestly, I didn't find anything scary, but I mean, Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness wasn't really scary either. No. It didn't stop me being well, awesome. Army of
1: Darkness is probably one of the funniest movies i ever yeah, seen. Exactly. Mean. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All those little evil ashes running around. Exactly. It's so cool. I uh, it was funny that um Bryce and I talked about this after the film on the way home when we saw it. That I have yet to be scared in a horror movie since I was probably ten. Yeah. And like there's not nothing scares me anymore. It's just I'm, more about
2: I I'm occasionally startled, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, like you might have a jump scare. Like, but, like a jump. Yeah. That's about because it. Because I wasn't expecting something, but I mean that's not scared. That's just like you think something's going to land on you.
0: No, If the film can can creep me out, that's all I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like Skin and Marink, We should just keep yep. talking about that every time. <laughs> yeah, let's we talk about any movie. Marink. Yeah. It's, there's never been a movie like Skinnamarink, and, Marink, and there probably never will be again, <laughs> and it's one of the creepiest movies that's ever been made. So so there you go. So after you watch Evil Dead Rise, yes. go watch
0: Skinnamarink yeah. and see what you and should really... You, and whatever you watch next, just watch Marink after that. That's right.
1: And then you'll go like, "What the
0: fuck?" Yeah.
1: All right, but that's not even the the most exciting thing that's happened to us since the last we talked to our homies, no.
0: homets. What's the most exp- uh, the exciting thing?
1: We went to the Calgary Underground Film Festival.
0: Hey, hey, buddy, we're not done talking about this uh, week's movies. Oh,
1: right, you were gonna talk about something bold.
0: Yeah, I was because it's a uh, major release, and I thought that that's what we do around here.
1: I go to the film festival and fall asleep, like Murray does. Yep. What did you do? I
0: also went to Chevalier. Nice. Yes, I knew you would. Yeah. Chevalier is the story of Joseph Bologne who was appointed by who was appointed Chevalier de Saint georges by Marie Antoinette, according to this film. I repeat, according. To this did you do film. some research the cake lady um <laughs> i mean there's i'm not it's not necessarily untrue but it's not exactly like she just said this you know she appointed him just because she wanted the hey guy you. actually earned it yeah um <laughs> his story was all but eliminated from history which seemed to give the writers free reign when it came to certain aspects of the tale so much time has passed since the late 1700s which is where this tale takes place so it's easier to give some embellishments a pass. However, the ridiculous violin off between Chevalier and Mozart at the opening of the film was perhaps stretching artistic license a little too far.
1: I, wait a sec. Can I just ask a question? Yes. yes. Oh, oh, Mr. Carter. Um, So Mozart was playing a violin instead of playing the piano?
0: Yes. Oh, huh. who knew? He, he, well, he could play the violin. I'm sure well, I'm played, sure he probably I'm could, sure he but I'm sure, oysters, he, but but he, I mean, most I,
1: people know him for his piano playing.
0: The film has so many interesting things about the man that it does not focus on, and instead focuses on on what seems to be embellished truths. The film seems to want to bring sex to the forefront of every injustice Joseph faces. While it is true that three aging divas petitioned the monarch to stop Joseph from being the artistic leader of the Paris Opera, obviously because of his skin color this film implies it is because he refused to have sex with one of these divas was that really necessary plus Uh. most of this film focuses on some adulterous affair he had with the wife of a general which seems unlikely to me but i was not there obviously so i guess i can't really speak to
1: that yeah true that I mean, is that to your point, though? Is that really what the story
0: should be about? Well, that, this man was the best swordsman in Europe at the time. He was a master violinist, composer, and conductor. He was a colonel in the Legion de Saint George, an all black regiment, during the French Revolution. What I'm trying to say is there was no need to embellish this guy's life. This guy did a lot of living. <laughs> he was a, like, I don't understand why they have to take something. And try to make it something more when it doesn't need to be more, especially when I don't believe about eighty percent of what I'm seeing. So it's fine to tell the story. It's fine to embellish things a little bit. But does it all have to be embellished? And could we not have focused on more of the what I thought was the really interesting things about his life, where, where the French Revolution started and he was in the Black Regime? Like they didn't even they mention at the end of the movie. That would have been Harrison. a better story. Exactly. So, however, Calvin Harrison Jr. was quite good as Chevalier, and the music was great throughout. Was it bold? It was bold. And even though I wish they could have reined back their desire to embellish every aspect of the story, it was still a reasonably entertaining bit of fiction. <laughs> I just sort of wished it was based on a little more substance and a little less flash. But it was still mad. I, I did enjoy it, but there's obvious stuff that just bug you. Like sitting there watching a violin off between Mozart and the way it was set up where he just watched, walks up and gets on stage unannounced. Like, this is ever going to happen in any time? Yeah, no. It's like, whatever. But, you know, this goes
1: to the situation that we're in right now. Like, the, the filmmakers and all the trailers and introductions to this film... have told you know and rightly so there's a lot of black history that has been washed under the rug because they were slaves or they were forced into certain scenarios that wasn't right for them and now we're finally getting to see some of these stories. I'm just, I'm so disappointed that they want to Hollywoodize this yeah. to shit, right? Like, why don't they just tell the real story?
0: It's a, such even an, if it's an it's, interesting story. It's, it sounds super interesting. It's a super, super interesting. interesting story, yeah. but it didn't need the the adultery and the, the sexing, sexing things, up. things up. And it's like, really? I mean, yeah,
1: he's a good looking He's dude. a good looking dude. So yeah. you assume he's going to have sex with somebody. Uh,
0: but, but do we really yeah. need that? I agree. Yeah, especially if, like, I I don't I've I, I'm no historian. I've read a little bit about about this, and I don't remember ever reading anything about him having an affair with a general and you know it's like or a general's wife I, 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 yeah I mean, that's yeah. what i'm
1: they might have i'm well, all what, confused maybe he's a little from yeah. column a, having, from Yeah, column ha-
0: having an affair with yeah, a general's a wife reminded there yeah. in paris
2: you yeah, know, yeah, yeah paris
1: yeah. Uh, it was true. this 1700s Is a little wild it was a little There's a lot of cake eating happening oh, you know? they yes. ate a lot
0: of cake yeah at any rate i still liked it there's a lot of good music there's oh. his performance was fantastic I just thought it was a little much, but it was meh.
1: All right. Well, you know what? I probably will never see it, but never if the lie. documentary comes out, I will line up on a Friday evening
0: to a sold out
1: showing, hopefully, to watch it. All right. Which it's never going to happen, unfortunately, no, but probably I not. wish it would. All right. Anything else? Did we miss anything from regular cinemas? Was there something no, else you want to talk about? No, I've now, now, we've, sure? now
0: we've covered it all, Everything? even though. Oh, I've covered it all. You guys have half-assed it as usual.
1: Yeah, well, not all of us are on holidays. Well, yeah, not all of us are on to week off. I was lucky to fit both wah, of these films wah, in this wah.
0: week. Nobody wants to hear your excuses. What
1: were you, no, you, you have a new expression that you like to use. Something about my sack. You like talking about my sack. I don't know. What, what is it again? Know. Oh, you I know it. About talking. a bag of dicks? No. That's <laughs> what? No, he's putting his stories in my sack. Is what he likes oh, to right. do. right, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Put your stories in his sack or something. That's right. Like that. Get your
1: stories in my sack. I think it, that's the expression.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: sure. <laughs> 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 all right, we got different music for this, Murr. We uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're, no, just, we're just rolling. We're with just this. keeping this so anyway, rolling. Let's,
2: let's let's bring back a classic.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Let's bring back the classics. Oh, we're cuffing. And we're cuffing, and we're cuffing,
0: and doing what? Coughing? I don't know what that is.
1: Calgary Underground Film Festing.
2: We're festing. Ah.
1: Festing is for the resting of us. All right. So we saw Calgary Underground Film Fest. You can find everything. Calgary Underground Film Best. At
0: Calgary Underground Film.org. That
1: is correct. So we haven't even planned out what we're doing for this, but what we're gonna do is up and we started the festival started last Thursday with the opening film.
0: Does that and seem about right, Murr? Was it, was it, last, it just, Thursday? Just last Thursday? It's oh no, it,
2: it strikes a vague memory, but yeah. yeah. It, it seems like it's been two weeks, but yeah, I think I mean, it was Thursday. It's it was, clouding over right, for him it's now. Because you'd
0: be the expert. You were you're <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Wednesday was uh, Canadian Film Day, which you guys didn't go to, but no, because yeah, we've vi- already seen that. The official start was times. Thursday. Doesn't matter.
1: Nice. I, I got movies more than once. That's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, yes, Thursday was the opening. Excellent. I don't want to say gala, but it was the opening night.
1: So what we've done is since Thursday we've compiled our five favorite films yep. in order,
0: as yep. Bryce has charged. Yes.
1: And we may even I'm, have I'm a run around. Honorable mention. Five to one. I had an honorable mention.
0: I don't have an honorable mention. Good for you. I I follow the rules around here too. That Jim. is
1: the first thing that you've never done is followed any rules. Right. You make your rules. own rules. He makes up the rules. So okay, why don't why don't we go one go back and forth but we'll start with murray because murray only saw maybe one movie <laughs> I saw what was two. your okay so what was well, your okay. favorite
2: of those two movies? i saw four and i liked two
1: okay we'll talk about the two that you liked
2: uh well uh the first one obviously was sisu yep which i've been looking forward to for a while yep so it's another scandinavian film and yes you got the nazis yes and you got a lot of you know blood and guts yes and it was that cute as a f. Dog, in it? Who, yeah. yeah, I like he always, the dog. You always seem like, oh, that's it for the dog. You're like, nope, he's still around.
0: The dog's great.
2: And uh, yeah, lead, uh, lead actor who didn't talk the whole movie. <laughs> he just kept coming. They kept trying to kill him. It didn't work. That's right. It was awesome. Sweet. Um, that was one of my favorites. All right. And, uh, it's coming to theaters in like a week or so. Yeah. yeah. It's I think, this, so I I think suggest, this. Friday. So I suggest I you guys this. check it out. The other one was uh, last night, which I sat in on after I, you know, oh, did my job. Was, nice. Uh, Bad City. Ah, there you go. Which was the Japanese slash Korean. It was like you mean you read all of the subtitles, Murray? Yeah, because they were big enough for me to read, and I was in the back They're row. they were actually giant. They were giant. Giant. <laughs> the, the way it
1: should be done.
2: Uh, yeah, and I actually uh, I previewed this. I didn't. I'm not going to say I, I picked it because I just. In my opinion, but yeah, it was the favorite one that they gave me to watch. And I thought, well, I want to see it on the big screen. Uh, I remember liking it more when I saw it the first time. Oh, wow. I seem to remember there being a little more violence in it, but the violent parts were hilarious. I loved them all. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, the first hour was a little slow because, you know, the story. Building in the story, yeah. But no, it was still an awesome movie. Um Yeah, I don't know if it's coming to theaters anytime soon, but they had the... Uh, I think they
1: may be bringing it
2: back to the globe. I want to say Asian... Asian oh, fest, Film festival, ...Fest or yeah. something was there last night, so mm. they may be... They, they're, they're there promoting anyway, so... Nice. Yeah, no, I like those two. Those are good.
1: Cool. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give my honorable mention, and then we'll go back and forth, Bryce and I. Okay. So my honorable mention was One Road to Quince, K- Quartz. 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 I watched that. that. sounds better. I watched about half of that. Quartzite where there are no rules and no one can tell you what to do, except no meth or heroin. And people can be whoever they want to be. And kids can play like they did back in the 1950s. Wow. And the profession of blues singing naked booksellers are a respected profession. If you have ever seen the film True Story, then you have an idea what Quartzsite is like. And I loved it. I would never want to live there but I sure loved being a voyeur oh, no. visiting this town, it's, it and is, it's still Mondo. It, it's, it's so this
0: is oh. this is the, the the what you say about your honorable mention? Yeah, you just went on for like six minutes. No, I thought we were like doing the film, saying like one thing and moving on. Well, like a, so apparently it's you're like going to talk for about six hours, and I'm going to talk for about five seconds because uh, I got it's like, like two one sentences. That that one, that is, sentences. That was just two long sentences, two run-on sentences. Ah, uh,
1: well, you know. You can do. You can add lib a little bit. Okay, what's your number five?
0: My number five is one road to Quartzsite. There you go. <laughs> Quartzsite, Arizona is focused on as we meet the folks that inhabit the desert town. That's my re- <laughs> The whole thing. No, it doesn't sound you, like a review. That's just so about like what the review, movie is. Because we weren't doing reviews. <laughs> it, wasn't, doing it wasn't reviews. so much the
2: town. It was the RV park in the desert, which I don't know how I would ever live there. I mean, it's a desert.
0: Like and, by, was, and by the way, only uh, what was it? What in meth? Uh, meth
1: and heroin. Meth and heroin, heroin. Yeah,
0: you could only not do it in the I one know. campsite. You could <laughs> do I, it I, other campsites. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, yeah but, I know, but that but was not only, in her. But that was, that was, was the rule. only rules that, that were made in rule. the entire movie. At
0: anyway, one one road to court site was awesome. What's, it was it's it's completely Mondo. Yeah. Every I don't even have to say Mondo, but I'll say it after. Yeah, these are wanted, all they're all Mondo. Yeah,
1: is Cash cow. With humor reminiscent of Bruce McCullough of Kids in the Hall, I have never laughed so hard about the Mormon church or Domino's pizza as I have in this movie. Is that it? I had one. Can I give a quote? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, And like a quote from the movie Sideways, that's 100% Pinot Noir single vineyard. They don't even make it anymore. Yes. But substitute Pinot Noir with the movie Cash Cow because it's 100% Mondo.
0: There you go.
1: (laughs) This movie is so funny. It's so funny. And I learned so much about the Mormon church.
0: Yes. It's educational too. Right? Uh, my number four is Mr. Organ. What? A documentary that will probably stay with you, even though you may not want it to. It was,
1: okay, it was yeah. out there—that's for sure. It's, yeah,
0: it was super My
1: number four was also Mr. Organ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we'll have a slightly longer, a slightly longer
1: version of what Bryce said. This talk is weird and funny and scary <laughs> and. <laughs> appears that making the film can make you crazy. It's hard to explain everything about this film, but suffice to say, there is evil in the world mm. and they can live in any reality that they want to live in. Yeah. And I had a little bit more to say, but I'm just going to say, this movie made me go and watch their first movie, which had played at the tickled. festival a few years. Tickled. And Tickled is just as traumatizing.
0: Is <laughs> This guy makes some traumatizing docs. Okay. He makes
1: traumatizing docs and he keeps making them <laughs> he keeps making
0: them and i think i think he's i think he's driving himself a little crazy he right is
1: now. absolutely yeah. driving himself crazy but you know he's from new zealand so what do you expect there you go
0: number 3 showing up what <laughs> michelle williams has never been better and kelly reichhart continues to make excellent film
1: my number 3 showing up <laughs> Wow. Lizzie is a struggling artist, (laughs) struggling with her brother, dad, mom, landlord, cat, and her bird. Her cat tried to eat. Yes. This is a really slow-moving character film where every single person in the film is part of the art community. Nothing really happens, but at the same time, everything does for Lizzie. Yep. And I have lots more to say about it, but people should see this movie. It's a huge character
0: study. It is a huge character study, and it is just... It's just... It's just spot on. It's just so good.
1: I, I've i never said this before, but this could have had three different endings. Mm-hmm. And when the first one happened, this this is usually what happens, right? Because this happens with us a lot. Is that something will happen in the movie. And you're like, oh, they should have ended it there. Like right
0: there. Right just there. do fade Don't, to just, black, that's Roll it. the credits. Right there.
1: fleet it. And then they continued. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it went on. And then it was another part. Where it was like, okay, now this is the spot.
0: Yeah.
1: And they did. I was end wrong it.
0: before. I was this wrong. Is this the was part. the spot, yes.
1: <laughs> and then, sure enough, it went past that point. And you're like, okay. Well, they're like, so oh, now no, they're going to ruin. are going to ruin it, the but, film. And it's like, no, it was perfect. And then <laughs> they ended it again. I was like, okay, this is the epitome of Lord of the Ring endings. But every single point in that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This is, everybody should see this movie. It's uh, it's not necessarily an easy watch though. I can tell you that. Oh, did you see it? <laughs> tried. Yeah,
2: I
0: tried. It's not for everybody.
2: Started talking about artwork, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, it I'm
0: like, yeah, oh, it was really hard. good." Artwork.
2: I don't do artwork. I
0: just plus Hong Chow. I mean, just come Hong on. Hong Chow? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Jed just, Hirsch was in it too. So she, yeah, Jed Hirsch. Yeah, he was, but Hong Chow was in it. Hong Chow was, was freaking awesome. She's always awesome. Yeah, everybody was
1: good in it. There wasn't a bad person in it.
0: All right, my number two, <sighs> Cash Cow. Oh. Extremely entertaining film about a struggling actor who travels the country visiting historical Mormon sites as he waits for his Domino's pizza ad to air so he can get some of that sweet pie money. (laughs) That cash
1: cow that's coming
0: in. cash cow that's coming in Uh, any day now.
1: My number two.
0: Yes. Sisu. Sisu.
1: When it comes to killing Nazis, Quentin Tarantino said it best when he said, I want my scalps. But the director of Sisu... Galmari Hallander said it pretty good by having his Nazi killer say only two lines in the movie and let actions speak louder than words. Just refuse to die and kill a shit ton of Nazis. That's all you need to do to make an amazing over-the-top Finnish action film that also had ladies who kick ass and punch dicks that's and they true. really kicked some dicks.
0: This probably would have made my top five. I This is an absolutely supremely enjoyable film. That's also but Mondo. It's, it's, and it was also Mondo. But the reason it didn't make my top five is it just, it just got too silly at one point.
1: I just thought it was, it, I wish it got because a little it, more
0: silly. It's Here's the thing. <laughs>
1: the plane crash?
0: Happens. Yes. This, that's part of it. Here's the thing. Silly's fine if you start silly and or if you build up to it silly. It did build up to it silly. Didn't it did build up to silly. It did. It was it was a constant uh, level and then all of a sudden it just went up to silly and it's like no I'm no, sorry. I felt as soon the build. as as soon as he's like Throwing his pickaxe or whatever into the plane and flying No,
1: I mean they, they built a silly when they hung and him how the and he hell survived. Did he, how the hell
0: did them. he get through the, the floor of the plane? Did you find, you <laughs> see this little way. little tiny hole that he's made, and then in the five seconds later he's up in the plane. It's like what is I going mean you're on? not watching
1: this movie. No, for you're not and that's accurate. why it's
0: still Mondo. But it didn't need to be I, silly at the end. I
1: thought he was playing it was so much fun. The play the play a lot of fun every and the plane crash
0: was even the, better it really
1: wasn't
0: <laughs> it was so good. i could have done you know what all they had to do is cut out the all the plane stuff and i it and would have this, been a this, perfect this movie might this you? might have like made my top movies might of the have been year. number one it might have been number one here but it might have made my top movies of the year if they just got I rid don't, of that plane i don't think crap, it's your number one though
1: so. and i have a feeling yeah no it's my, not number my number one, one is also your
0: number one probably because you haven't mentioned it yet <laughs> well it's your turn uh, my number one is Birth Rebirth. What? The best Frankenstein-inspired movie ever made with powerhouse performances from Marin Ireland and the Judy, Re- uh, Judy, Judy Reyes. Yeah, That's
1: so my, Super Mondo. my number one is Birth Rebirth. Yes. An uh, updated version of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, although nothing like Frankenstein, mm-hmm. other than reanimating a dead corpse. Although maybe... It's not a retelling of Frankenstein. Maybe it's a, a updated vision of Stu Gordon's reanimator. Maybe. Maybe. This film has an amazing soundtrack yep. and sound yep. where everyone is a monster yep. and the story is dark and gothic and proves what I've been saying for years. And that is Mothers Are the True Monsters where the amazing new feature director, Laura Moss, does brilliantly
0: yes and it looks like it's just amazing
1: and it looks like her and i both have mommy issues i'm gonna say
0: yeah no it's just uh, the way these characters interact and the way that one starts as a certain person and by the end of it they're a completely different person and just the transitions that happen in this movie, and every single scene is just perfectly framed and shot. And just, I, I loved everything about this movie. I, I I'm glad I've now watched it twice, and I'll, I'll watch it again <laughs> gladly. Yeah. Um, loved, loved, loved. Birth, rebirth.
1: And and you know what uh, was even the most exciting about this is that we got to meet Laura. Yes. And we may get to interview her. So if our listeners are listening. I'm going to completely stalk her online and see if I can convince her to come on and we can interview her. Mm-hmm. So, be ready for that if it happens everybody because this film it's it's so transformative for for this type of horror. Like it's just it really puts the whole question in your mind of, you know, what would what would you do for your child? Right, and be that adopted visual vision child or whatever the case may be. So,
0: apparently, you might do some pretty dark things, <laughs> pretty
1: dark things indeed.
0: And I believe I saw the,
2: the tag of shutter on it, so you look forward, yeah.
0: There. Look forward on shutter. And if you live in Calgary, I was actually talking to the Find people at the Globe, and I'm not guaranteeing anything, but they're they're thinking about back. they're thinking about bringing it in and uh, showing it. Anyway, it, so.
1: it's funny because I also talked to the people at the Globe as I was buying a popcorn, mm-hmm. and they said, and I quote. Bryce said we should bring this back, <laughs> so we're actually thinking of bringing uh, it back. Well, Bryce is programming. It was the globe Bri- now? Bry- Bryce is potentially now programming the globe. So there you, go. <laughs> uh, you have that much power, buddy. That's I don't right. think so.
0: You're very kind.
2: You
1: know what?
0: I got nothing this week.
1: We don't even get well, the music? Yeah, play the music
0: at least. Play the music. Come say, on. I, I want you, you know, you say I got nothing over the ah. music or you just go That's away. right.
1: You got I nothing. I got nothing. Wait. Just Perfect. Start. Wait, wait, wait. Just a sec. Just my favorite part's coming up.
0: What, when it comes in with the violin or whatever? What yeah, is it? turn it up a bit.
1: Just listen for it. normally murray's talking at this point but people don't get to hear it ready
0: there you go. okay it's yeah. good
1: it's so groovy
0: all
1: right temperature rising vision blurring
2: rage taking over
1: a couple rages this week one in particular is to myself i'm raging about the fact that i should have taken this off as holidays because i'm fucking exhausted every night by the time i get to the end of the night (laughs) i'm saying to myself oh do i have enough energy to go to the movies tonight and i'm thinking to myself i have to see this movie now because i have to find out whether or not that the italian french film will have nudity or not so i'm kind of
0: angry I was, at myself I was, I was leaning towards not going tonight but you keep on saying we're going so I guess we're we, going we
1: have to well I was thinking the same thing but I'm like no we have to go now because I right. need to know yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. was if it, I give I'm giving it a 65% chance it's a uh, French Italian co-production, shot in Italy, and if it's—we all know—if it's a French film, there's always nudity, and the Italians also like their hairy nudity. So I'm giving it a 65% chance there will be some form of nudity in this film.
0: I'm going with zero. There's a zero percent chance of nudity, anyways. And we have a what's the second part?
1: No, we have we have built. We've yeah, built around this, this sixty-five percentage base of <sighs> what the criteria is for the level of nudity. <laughs> so So for next week, when we talk about our next half of the festival, we will definitely be talking about the level of nudity in this movie. Right. Or that lack thereof. Or lack thereof. That's right. And the other rage I have this week is can we please get off of this trip? Like I don't know who how how the universe causes these things to happen. But it's like it's like they go on these trends. It's like, okay, you know what we haven't seen for a while? is a, va- a bunch of vampire movies. So they start with the one vampire movie, and the next thing you know, they got seven vampire movies coming out. And then they go, you know what we haven't seen for a while? We haven't seen zombies for a while. So let's build, like, five crappy zombie movies. And now they're on the fucking demons. If there's yeah. another fucking demon movie
2: that comes uh, out. There is. There's another Conjuring movie. Ugh,
1: Murray! The Conjuring
2: Red Door. I'm like, Ugh. really? Okay, you know, so can
1: we please... Please, everybody that's making movies, just go to some film festivals. Look at the content that's coming out and and start signing some of this film up that's amazing and stop just copying and rehashing shit that we've already seen. That's my rage.
0: All right. all right my rage is jim and murray what i do you guys sitting there picking and choosing whatever they want to see it's not film like it's not film love it's film rage you go to the movies
1: um murray what was that time was i'm thinking it was about three months ago where Bryce refused to go see a movie, and you went and saw the movie, and Bryce uh, said, I'm not going to see yep. that crappy movie. Yep. Do you remember what movie that was, Brian? Uh, yeah. It I was, don't.
2: It Wait. was a, it was a Pierce Brosnan movie, and it was- uh, Yep. I remember some this, too. mermaid Cinderella-type yeah, thing. thing. I can't remember what it was, called, what it was about, yeah. but it had Pierce Brosnan in it, and you said you weren't going to see it. Yeah. Because uh, I had don't p-
0: remember that. Oh, okay. I, I saw it. If, if Bryce okay, wants to okay, play let's, the Murray and Jim, let's just say let's just say that this non-event happened, which it didn't. It did happen. It would that's, happen. that's one time in the entire existence of our hundred ninety thousand episodes.
1: Okay, so there's two. There was the King's daughter. Did you that's see that the one? Did you see that one? No. No, no you did, did not. You did not. Neither did you. I exactly. saw it. <laughs> but it Murray did. Theaters. That's right. All right. So again, if you're going to play the not Jim and Murray card, not, uh, yeah, you better prepare to get it back one, full
0: uh, frontal. That, that one doesn't count. So
1: I'm changing my rage. My rage is for Bryce. <laughs> Thank you. For making us look like we're the bad guys. You when are the bad guys. He refused guys. to see. Apparently, what, what has been told by IMDb is a 5.1 average rating by 4,944 people for a fantastic Pierce Brosnan period piece. That's
0: right. Uh-huh. I, uh, so eat it. You put your stories in a sack, buddy. Right. I'm not apologizing for anything. I've missed one movie in <laughs> two years. Yeah, well. Four years. Uh, it's uh, been, well, I don't know how long We're it's called
1: been. Film Rage, buddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so to
2: that, I will say, you don't own a television, so all you do is I watch I do own movies, a television. And you make like... 10, I even have cable now. And you, and you make like $10,000 a week uh, giving people eyeglasses. <laughs> Do so I? yeah, uh, today uh, the one movie I went to was $18. What? I'm sorry, I'm not doing that three times a week. I'm just not. <laughs> he can't. He doesn't
1: even have an income right now. Exactly. <laughs> he's going to. He's going to the movies on food stamps.
2: And as for last week, you know damn well how I feel about the greatest actor of our generation, Russell Crowe. I Crow. refuse to see anything oh. he is in. So that's why I didn't go to that one. So there. I can rage about that one if you like. Wait, let's I, go back and do see. I, I think there's I
1: so, think there's some context so yeah. here.
2: So yeah, hate on me all you want. But yeah, I, I see what I want. That's the bottom line. You guys are film yeah, rage. We're the, I'm just he's the, the engineer
0: now. I'm just the uh, producer. Uh, oh Alright, yeah. so we're film rage, you're the producer. Okay, that's right. so that's right. from now on I'll just get mad at have, Jim. That's right.
1: that's right. You stay you mad, mad at, at me gym. where it belongs.
0: All right. And plus, I will
1: see what I Plus I have a I have a job that pays me. Yes. So I can afford to see movies. Mm. I don't want to see Pierce Brosnan movies. Well, now, oh, I don't blame you. now, now we're gonna have to go see this. Now I've
0: gone from rage. You guys have just made me sad. Now that's let's rage. just Film's, end this. It's
1: it's film sad now. It's film
2: sadness.
1: Rage subsiding. I think
2: there's something that's gonna make you rage again,
1: though. Anger fading.
2: Oh, he's not done raging. No, he's
1: not now we normally have a rage or dare segment but we decided to hold off on that for this week because we had already too many films we were seeing but bryce has requested a special edition of rage or dare
0: i'm just saying it's not a special edition of rage or dare i'm not watching inspector gadget i tried to watch it last week and i fell asleep about 20 minutes in And you know what I saw before that 20 minutes? I saw a talking freaking car tell the kiddies that are watching the movie, Hey, kids, don't try this at home. I'm sorry. This is not a movie for adults. This is a kid's movie, which takes it off the table as agreed, as agreed by all of us. I didn't want to do it. It's actually you, my friend, that made that happen. It was not me. So what? So what? I'm throwing this back in your face. I ain't, I ain't watching this it's stinking back movie. Me. You know what? I'm going to watch it.
2: I, I thought it was from our audience.
0: Yeah, It was, was from it. our audience. It well, doesn't
1: matter. Know. It's, it's still got in the bag. And it's I, still in the bag, and I we to, made the agreement that I we're got not to watching
0: them anymore. The Anyways, so, so I might you, as well choose another
1: one. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. So everybody else, I'm going to watch the full movie. And get back to you if it was a kids movie or not. Oh, just and if it isn't a if the by the middle of it, it's changed from being a kids movie. Bryce will watch it. If somebody dies, it's not. No, a kids I'm movie. not watching
0: right. it. It's a kids movie. I'm, I'm
2: sure Doctor Claude dies. What the
0: hell the does Mad Family's Netflix mean? I don't. It doesn't sound like it's had a theatrical release. I don't, don't, I don't, know, know, I don't know what, what, what right. the I don't even know what the the um, rules are on for that anymore though. Like, does it like? With all the streaming and everything that's going on, what 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 is the rule? I think this might
1: have had. Um, no, I didn't. think it's available on Netflix. I don't Hold on, think it I'm did. looking it up. I'm not seeing, um, but it stars
0: uh-huh. Charlie Sheen. It stars Charlie Sheen. Yeah. What is the, What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? What does Charlie Sheen starring in this I don't have know. to do with anything?
1: I don't know. It looks pretty good. Like Now I want to see it. It's got mild sex and nudity, mild violence and gore. It's
2: so uh-huh. probably not a kid's movie.
1: No, but he's just deciding whether or not if it... Cause it oh, it was released in 2017. So you know what? We're going to do some research. We'll find out whether this, this had a playing... And then we may be talking about this one more time. This, we have this distinctly <laughs>
0: smells like straight to streaming.
1: Hey, it, but it's got Charlie Sheen. He always gets to play. In,
0: yeah, in, uh, in, in nineteen ninety. What? Thought,
2: Was that his uh, his drinking
0: tiger blood phase? I think so. I don't even know what the hell. What?
1: Did, didn't he use a drinking tiger blood?
0: Did he do a movie called Drinking Tiger Blood? Oh, Oh, was this something that happened in his personal life? Yes. I don't care then. You guys don't seem to understand. I could care less what happens. It has nothing to do with the movies. It's true. But he was probably drinking some tiger blood. Okay. Great. I can't tell whether or not this played. Why would I care?
1: We're gonna get back to you on this, people. It may or may not have played in cinemas, and if it hasn't, then Bryce will be picking again.
0: I think I should just pick again now.
1: Okay, sure. <laughs> then you'll just watch both of them. If, if it actually did, this is gonna be an, even a better week. This, this did it. not Mad Family didn't play in any theater. They, there's, there's an inspector. Is there an Inspector Gadget two?
0: There might have been. There was. Was there? Yeah. Was it, it a kids movie? It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's who it starred instead of Matthew Broderick as Inspector Gadget? Steve Martin. French Stewart. <laughs>
1: yes, what? I remember French that now. Stewart. Yes,
2: I do remember that.
0: Okay, this isn't fair. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, Of course it's fair, but what are you going to say?
0: Because I didn't watch this, did I? I watched the sequel, so now I have to watch the first Ooh. one? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> So apparently I'm going to watch Big Mama's House. <laughs> there you go. If, are we sure that I didn't watch Big Mama's House? No. And I watched Big Mama's House too. No.
1: I had to watch Big Mama's House, Papa and somebody. Oh, it was, yeah. remember the Papa and Son? Well, I had to watch a Big him? Mama's House. So. I don't think you did. I, I think so. That was me. You and me watch Papa and Son, whatever it was okay. called. So when we ever get back to doing our Rage Dare segment. Well, that went on a
0: lot longer than I was hoping.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sorry, you said it earlier. We're called Film Rage, not Film Getting Along.
0: Yeah, well, that's evident. Because I am not getting along with anybody in this room. That's That's right. right.
1: (laughs) And on that note, get on see a film festival, people. That's right. And if you're in Calgary area, come to Calgary Underground Film Fest because you're going to get to see us there hanging out every night. Well, thanks, Rages, for listening. Thanks to the extended Film Rage family you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer for the voice of Rage Odaira. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We always want to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to gmail.com. There's two terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, 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 make us rage. Brothers awake,
0: our rage on,
2: rage on.